0: Well, hello there, and welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we talk about black salt, also known as Himalayan black salt, or kala namak. Namak? N- namak. I guess. <laughs> We discuss the benefits, side effects, and where you can buy it and provide you with a few recipes to get you started cooking with it. But before we do that, we do have a new rating. Oh,
1: I'm so excited. This rating, this review is from Catty Girl, Catty Girl uh, who says, Very knowledgeable and encouraging. I absolutely love listening to Vegetarian Zen. The women are so nice and relaxing. They know no vegetarian is perfect and give good food option ideas. I listen to them at work and they make me feel better about becoming a vegetarian. Love you guys. Carly.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for leaving us that rating. That is really generous. And if you haven't left us a rating yet, please head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash review. And that will hook you up there with some places that you can leave us a rating. We greatly benefit from that as far as the search engines go, like people are able to find us. So please do so. Thank you. All right. Before we get into our main topic, let's hear from one of our sponsors. This episode of the Vegetarian
1: Zen Podcast is being brought to you by Cheery Bird Vintage, our online vintage store. Have you ever caught yourself saying they just don't make them like that anymore i have we have both of us Uh, and this is why we decided to open our online shop filled with many of the clothes shoes games toys housewares that we grew up with that our grandparents used our parents used and so on and so on and so on Uh, vintage items are not only fun and unique but reusing them helps free up space and landfills so it's also good for the planet And it's fun, so whether you're looking for something vintage chic to wear, or something fun and decorative for your home, or maybe some old toys to play with, or give them to your kids but you actually play with them, uh, check out our shop at cherrybirdvintage.com.
0: And now back to the show. All right, you ready to get into black salt? Sure, I love salt. This is something that I had never heard of. This is, you know, I always say when we became vegetarians back in 2013, there are certain things I, we just, we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of black salt. I guess I knew there was a few different types of salt, but I, I didn't know about something. pink salt. Yeah, but I had not heard about black salt and I certainly had not heard what it's used for. So let's talk a little bit about what it is first.
1: Okay. So black salt is a type of rock salt. And I, you know, I mentioned the pink uh, Himalayan salt, which I love, and uh, but and this is similar. It's commonly used in Asian and Indian food, primarily for its umami flavor. I love that saying that. Umami. That's another
0: thing. I'm, I'm going to sound uh, really <laughs> ignorant about no. some of this stuff. But before we got into plant based cooking, and I took the forks over knives mm-hmm. cooking course and all that, I had no idea what umami flavor was. Me neither. Which is really a like lot of people don't. No,
1: Especially, no. I mean, if you're not like in the, the cooking world, you know, like a chef or, or a lot of people don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, black salt comes from like the pink salt, I think comes from the same areas. Uh, It comes from salt mines in the Himalayan mountain region. So in Nepal, in India, in Pakistan, Bangladesh, and I think there are a few other places. And so it's also known as Himalayan black salt. And here's something that is interesting that I wouldn't have thought of. It can also be produced synthetically. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's because I guess they just like combine like all the other, what do you call it, minerals mm-hmm. that it, it occur naturally yeah. together. So it consists of sodium chloride, which is, you know, salt, uh, plus trace amounts of sodium sulfate, sodium bisulfate, sodium bisulfite, sodium sulfide, iron sulfide, and hydrogen sulfide. So a bunch of ites and eights and ides and <laughs> a lot of sulfs. And,
0: and if you're the mad scientist type. Yeah. you could you could when i was doing the research for this there was like videos on how to create your own like make your own that's black salt. interesting yeah. and a little scary i know i wouldn't trust myself no. with that, especially Mm-mm. when you can just go buy it on like off, online for less i than can just see bucks. me like blowing the house up or something yeah.
1: so. all right but uh yeah so even though it's called black salt some varieties can have more of like a pinkish or a gray hue I, I guess depending maybe on where it comes from or the i wonder if it's maybe the and i don't know i'm just like making stuff up but i wonder if it's maybe like how much of the certain minerals are contained so like if it contains more of a certain mineral maybe it's darker or you well know.
0: that and the processing procedure i think impacts uh-huh. that as well okay. yeah
1: Oh, that's true. That's a good yeah. point.
0: All right. But what does so, it taste like? What does it taste like? Now, this is why it is such a big deal, in particularly in the vegan, plant-based world, because, as we mentioned, first of all, it has an umami, which is like a savory taste, and it is great for Indian and Asian foods, but it is has this kind of like mushrooms do for certain dishes. This has like a, the savory gives it kind of a meaty taste, which hmm. means that- And I know there's some people that don't like me. That's why I don't eat meat. That's not (laughs) that's not what we're talking about here. This doesn't. It's more like uh, like uh, mushrooms do for a dish. They Mm -hmm. make you so. If you're, let's just say you have an omnivore friend that you want to introduce to plant based cooking. This is a great way to. This is a great seasoning for that because Mm -hmm. it kind of makes up for that meat that a person would be right does that make sense
1: yeah and the thing about it it's interesting it's when you say when we say taste in this sense it's not so much of and at least this is the way i think about it and i don't know maybe i'm way off but um i think of it as like more of a sense of taste than like the actual taste it's Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to explain okay, it. Okay, so
0: like one of our favorite dishes is vegetarian fajitas, mm-hmm. right? And it has, it calls for mushrooms mm-hmm. instead of
1: meat. But isn't that more like for the texture though? I mean, because... Somewhat,
0: the, but it's also the taste, the right? Taste, it's the way yeah. you play. It's the way the mushrooms take on the taste. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, that, so, makes, that makes sense. So this is why this seasoning is so good because you can, it has like a sulf, sulfurous taste uh-huh. and smell. So it's used... Where in place of eggs kind of like hard boiled eggs. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So some plant based dishes like vegan tuna and scrambled tofu may include black salt as a way of adding that eggy flavor that someone might miss. Without yeah, without mm-hmm. putting the eggs. Like me. I love I love eggs, but if I'm mm-hmm. trying to cut back and as a vegetarian, I eat eggs, but uh I don't always need to eat mm-hmm. eggs. So if I want to So just to one way to kinda right. cut back, yeah. Right. All right, so let's talk about some health benefits of black salt. And first of all, when you just Google black salt, you're going to see like protection spells. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Videos on using black uh, salt in protection, like rituals and stuff. Okay,
1: like what do you call it? White magic type. Yeah. Like Like sage maybe kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That kind
0: of stuff. Um, but you're also going to see it associated with, it's been around a long time with the, are you, are you, uh, I'm not pronouncing that right. Are you medicine and holistic healing? So while there are some claims that it can help with, you know, natural healing, There's still like a lot of like a lot of stuff. It's just not very conclusive, Mm. but nevertheless, it's used in some of that, and that's great. I mean, I'm all down for natural healing stuff. Yeah, well, and you know, I think that some of that is kind of psychological too. It could be, you know, if you,
1: it's kind of like the opposite of voodoo. It's like you know, if you if uh, if you think you've been you have a voodoo curse on you, Mm -hmm. then certain certain people can actually believe that and then kind of manifest. Yeah, to some extent I think. But I mean
0: I I don't think that's it's in that same category. Well but I think this
1: is kind of the opposite I mean, a lot of times if you believe something will help you it's like the placebo effect, Mm -hmm. you know? If you believe something is beneficial, then you may start to have some good, you know, feel better or whatever you're, you're treating. Yeah.
0: Well, then let's talk about some more of the scientific, more proven things that type are proven. of things. Yeah. So first of all, it's good for digestion. It, and it said in the holistic healing world, it's said to have this, um, notice I avoided the the a- are you ready <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then you just and said then it. i just said
0: it <laughs> so i didn't have to pronounce it again uh the black salt is said to have a f- cooling effect on mm-hmm. the body and so that means it's good for treating things like heartburn and digestion bloating that kind of stuff and it it primarily helps your liver make bile and ramps up the body's ability to absorb vitamins in your small intestine
1: oh well that's good that's a good yeah. uh definitely a good benefit all right. So it also has lower sodium than regular table salt. So it, it's slightly lower. It's not like it's, you know, salt free. I mean, sodium free it couldn't be, <laughs> or it wouldn't be salt, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it has a, a slightly lower sodium content than the traditional table salt. So it can be a good way to help reduce your sodium intake a little bit so but still don't go overboard if you've got high blood pressure if you have you know other issues that you need to watch your sodium intake really just still use it moderately
0: yeah another benefit is it typically has fewer additives than traditional table salt so it is like some of the table salts have like these anti-caking ingredients mm-hmm. and stuff that are not good for you. So right. this has fewer ingredients, uh, fewer additives,
1: and it's also less processed. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Okay. Yeah. And then um, it's used. You can use it in body scrubs. So this is really good for more topical. So you can use it like uh, to help remove dry skin and improving circulation. Here's something I learned while I was doing research for this podcast. <laughs> I think I told you I have this really cool salt scrub that I got from Lush. That uh, it's a sea salt scrub, and one thing I learned is uh, the difference between sugar and sea salt scrubs. Mm-hmm. So. Sea salt scrubs or salt scrubs are not supposed to be used on your face. I didn't really know huh. why, uh, and this is like a couple articles I read on this, but because it's um, the granules are bigger, uh-huh. um, they can scratch your face. Huh. So you're supposed to use like finer sugar scrubs on your face, and ma- uh, a lot of people out there are probably going, um, "Yeah," <laughs> but, <laughs> no. but I'm not really into That's this. Not something that no, a lot of people I wouldn't really have known. Know. Um, but yeah, so it can actually cause like little micro abrasions. Uh, scars, abrasions on your face, hmm. and uh, so sugar so, on your face, yeah, um, and salt and is supposed salt to be on used body. on more on your. Um, and your scaly feet? Oh, your feet or your elbows? <laughs> yeah, places not yours. You, you know. don't have scaly feet. But, <laughs> I mean, in general. Yeah. yeah. People are probably imagining now. <laughs> people my are like, oh, boy, <laughs> that's gross. No, 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 no. DMI. She doesn't have scaly feet. Um, um, okay. Yeah. So on your elbows and, and places like elbows, that. Where, yeah. That's yeah where good. it gets really dry. Yeah.
1: All right. So then also um, w- in regard to the, the body scrubs, it also has magnesium. Mm-hmm. so that can help to flush away toxins exfoliate which exfoliate, is good. Yeah. well and and toxins yeah, yeah. too not uh-huh. just yeah. just the exfoliation but right all right what about side effects
0: or like negative um okay some people can get like an upset stomach or nauseated from too much black salt but i mean i think that even just salt in general you can you don't mm-hmm. want to overdo it
1: well i'll tell i'll tell you and it's so funny when um when you were preparing this outline doing the research for this episode one of the first things you told me what did you tell me well you won't eat it well well, and here's the thing though yeah you're probably right but it's because of the smell because i can't eat something that the smell bothers me and the smell of uh hard-boiled eggs absolutely
0: just it's awful to me. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, and, and I can see that. I mean, and you don't add a whole lot of it either, but Mm -hmm. like I said, it's for somebody like me who Mm -hmm. in certain dishes would miss the taste of eggs and the smell of eggs. Yeah. Okay, so the side effects like we were saying um, could cause stomach upset Mm -hmm. in some people. And you really, again, with anything, especially if you have some issues going on already, like thyroid issues or stomach issues, always talk to your doctor before Mm -hmm. you change something because that could just throw a monkey wrench in certain things.
1: Right, and then the other thing um, is that So, you know, traditional table salt, like the Morton salt or whatever the table salt is, is iodized. You see that on the the container, it says iodized. So that means that they've added in iodine, right, as a supplement. So, but black salt doesn't have that. It doesn't contain the iodine. It has to be added in and it's not. So, and our bodies do need iodine because it helps to ensure that your uh, thyroid works right, right? So if you're subbing in black salt for like completely for iodized salt, then make sure
0: that you're finding another source of iodine. Right. And there are healthier sh- sources anyways of iodine, than but salt. Okay. but you know, I did have an uh adverse effect to that at one point. Do you remember? It was a while, a few years ago. You know, I remember that. I don't remember. I think I was having the the Himalayan salt and yeah. and I switched back to the mm-hmm. The other, I don't know how I even figured this out. I think I googled my symptoms. You're good or at that, you're <laughs> yeah. good at figuring that stuff out. Yeah, and uh, but don't and then I what changed was... back to regular salt, it might be a, it, maybe it was a thyroid issue. And I told my doctor, and my doctor was like, Oh, that's that's interesting, yeah, yeah. So
1: I don't remember what, what the whatever it was, yeah. I don't remember what the symptoms were that you were having. And I mean, I use pink salt exclusively, and mm-hmm. I've never had an issue that I know of, but. <laughs> I mean, obviously not
0: something that I can attribute to that. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Forager Project. Family-owned and operated Forager Project crafts 100% organic dairy-free yogurts, kefirs, milks, and sour cream using their hero ingredient... Organic cashews! ...which make the creamiest, most delicious base for all of their products. Now, I posted a photo of a couple of their products that I was trying in our close Facebook group, the Peas and Carrots Society, and I asked our community members if they had tried any of their products, and boy, I got a lot of responses from folks that not only tried their products, but loved their products. For vegetarians and
1: listeners, Forager is offering a special limited offer coupon for a free, free cup of yogurt. To get your coupon, go to foragerproject.com forward slash cultivate health. And while you're there, you can check out hundreds of delicious and easy to make dairy free recipes that they have cultivate health with forager project, always organic, always plant based, let good food be.
0: And now back to the show. All right, so where can I buy it? Well, Pretty much where you can buy anything else Amazon. online. <laughs> plenty of it out there on, on Amazon. Yeah. Just make sure we'll have a link to one uh, one of the products in the show notes. But if you're just browsing around there, just make sure you're checking the, like anything else, the reviews. And then also check where it's from. You know, you want to know if you want it from India and not synthetically mm-hmm. made. Just make right, sure you're looking sure. at that stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you can, you should be able to find it at most i i wouldn't say most like major chains um i mean some of the like really big ones might have it i don't know if you could find it at walmart or or whatever but um whole foods i would i would bet on and then also definitely if you have an asian or an indian grocery store in you know your area then definitely there all
0: right so let's talk about real quick the five recipes that we're going to include in the show notes to get you started the first one is going to be super eggy tofu scramble from Loving It Vegan. This is one I thought I'd start out with because one of the biggest challenges for people that are vegetarian that are hoping to go vegan or or that are just vegetarian, like I said, like me, that just want to reduce eggs. Mm-hmm. This tofu scramble is one of the... Eggs in the morning is something I was just raised on. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> So having something like a tofu scramble... Without, I mean that this will help you to kind of not miss that, right? That eggy right. The smell, consistency, the consistency, consi- yeah. right? Yeah.
1: All right. So the next one is vegan quote egg and veggie stir fry from Elephantastic Vegan. It's an interesting name, Elephantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the 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 good thing about stir fry is that leftovers it usually makes a lot of leftovers. And they heat up uh, really well, right? Uh, So this recipe only takes about 15 minutes to make. And then there's lots of leftovers.
0: Lots of leftovers. And again, this is is a good recipe that you you would normally have egg in. Right. And you would miss that if it wasn't just be rice. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So black, number three, black salt egg salad by It Doesn't Taste Like Chicken. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so these are seven ingredients and no animal products that you can whip up in just a few minutes. And this is another one. I It was a big time lunch staple for me growing up. So it's nice that you can have it without I hate eggs. egg salad because I hate hard-boiled
1: eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is, uh, it, it's probably chaat, but I'm not sure. Chaat um, sauce. And so it's um, chaat masala dressing. And this is from uh, My Heart Beats. And you can add this to like fruit salad or any other dish, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, you can add it to just a regular salad, to fruit salad. What I like about this is it's got a little bit of spicy with mm, the um with kind of with the s- sweet stuff, sweet right, and, right. Oh, so it's got kind of adds a savory type it's of kind of everything. Yeah, and you can put it with rice. You can make this is very versatile. You can just keep it there in your refrigerator and add it with a few different dishes. Nice. All right, and number five is this is a drink actually, and I thought it would be nice for a nice springtime, early summer drink, jaljira. Refreshing Indian Spice Lemonade from One Green Planet. And this one has mint in it also. So I like those little twists on mm. traditional drinks like a lemonade. You right, know, that can right. Be, although you make awesome lemonade. Thank you. But uh, yeah, this is, a, I thought it would be a nice little twist. And you know, something I have developed uh, a more of a taste for now is mint. Remember, yeah, I couldn't eat it for the longest time. So let mint. me tell you the story about mint. <laughs> Okay, so the story is is that I was about seven or eight years old and I snuck into my grandmother's pantry and I got a whole roll of thin mint Girl Scout cookies. I snuck it out, i i, I out of the pantry, I went under the bed and I ate the whole roll. And I got <laughs> so sick. So sick that it took me all the way until maybe my late 40s before I could even have... Mint and chocolate again, and <laughs> and even just mint would kind of gross me out. So well,
1: then you I, had the thing
0: with the those pastel candies too. Yeah, but those, that was those a whole weren't different mint thing. though, right? No, no, they weren't. No. I was really sick, and I just happened to be. I, had, I don't know. I, that's a it was just a bad association. Yeah. A bad association. Yeah. Well, I'll
1: tell you what. Like. I don't know what it is with kids like sneaking food and climbing under the bed to eat it, because <laughs> I did the same thing. Only mine wasn't food. Mine, I could have really hurt myself. Um I it, mine was Flintstones vitamins.
0: Oh, you know, I always think about that. I think, how did we not? I cause know. Some seri- and maybe we and did. We don't like, even know. I was got <laughs> like some serious harm to ourselves. Four
1: or five, we were living in Thailand, and I remember. And I remember this. I remember doing it. And we were like, I was like four or five and this little girl next, next door to us, Christine Costanza, Costanzo. And, um, she came over and, and we got the Flintstones vitamins and went under my bed. And I don't know how many of those things we ate, but I, I seriously, I don't know how I'm you, not like brain damage. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. but I don't know how I'm like, like seriously brain damaged or something. Now I'm but, just going to
0: say Gen X in general. God bless you, we survived uh, well, and I used to do that
1: with, <laughs> we survived to, a
0: lot of stuff <laughs> I used to do that with vitamin C we used to have
1: when I was like um so after that I was like I guess I was eight between eight and ten and we my mom would get those chewable vitamin C's big mistake anything chewable with me that's like fruity big mistake but she got the chewable vitamin C's and she kept them on the table
0: and I can't tell you how many of those I. Well, that's what I mean. Eat. I mean, we grew up with that yeah. kind of stuff, and and Gen X, and I should say Boomers too, right? Yeah. I mean, they probably had even. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm
1: sure. It's like yeah, and but, she's like, okay, leave the house in the morning, don't come back till night. It's fine.
0: We <laughs> but, <laughs> we snuck so many of those Flintstone vitamins too. Oh my I don't gosh, know. I I know. So uh, all well, right. anyway, <laughs> but it doesn't kill you, right? Right. All right. Well, we hope this. Uh, episode has helped you understand a little bit more about black salt and give it a try i mean it might be something that like i said you know just experiment with it if you are one who is trying to cut back on eggs or maybe you're vegan and you uh or you're moving towards vegan Mm -hmm. and you're looking to find a substitute give it a try and please let us know what you think all right i think that does it for this episode until next time peace out bye Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen.
1: We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.